in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06. What a delightful spring day. It is just heard the forecast. And it just sounds uh, terrific. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can also listen online at the website, dipietro.com. I want to welcome everyone in that enjoys our uh, live simulcast, live stream. It's Facebook Live. It's John DePietro Show. We return on YouTube and Twitter tomorrow. But the live stream for now uh, just remains on Facebook Live. On this, uh, and as you heard the forecast, folks, uh, it's going to be hot this weekend. My goodness, <coughs> already up into the 80s, maybe 90. But anyhow, it is certainly nice uh, on this Wednesday in this portion of the program. Hey, it's Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Did I mention they were a full-scale nursery? Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Stop in annuals, perennials. Trees and Shrubs, Debbie, Steve, Jr., Byron, shop local. Folks, you're supporting a local business. They work so hard. They're open seven days a week. I really admire their work ethic, the quality that they have, and what a difference they make. They're already off to a great start. Uh, I'm predicting it's going to be their best season ever. And if you pop by, this is why people drive from all over. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, great service. Hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch, moss baskets, hanging impatience, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants. Folks, make your property come alive. Screen loom, mulch are available. Pickup and delivery, mulch, dark, piney black, hemlock, crushed stone. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. They also update their Facebook page quite a bit. They are PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Stop in and see them. Folks, uh, we do have some updates coming on the website, dipetro.com, our award-winning website. Again, and dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. I'll see you at the Coesed Inn. Always a great meal. I wish I had, well, first of all, we have a lot to cover. I want to welcome everybody in. It is the Noon Report. Folks, you get the news. We give you stories and news that, listen, I follow the news. That's what I do for a living. That you just don't find everywhere else. Um, and we have to deal in reality. And what's what's happening right now regarding voting in Rhode Island, I, I wish I could, I wish I could tell you something differently. Um, but I've, I've quickly learned uh, that I, I am within, I'm going to put myself in the 1% as far as knowledgeable when it comes to voting in Rhode Island. And the steps that they're making, and I, I get it that the Republicans up at the State House, at least in the House, they tried and failed to stop a lot of this stuff. Um, you, you, I, I want to give credit, Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal. I want to be very clear. Her reporting in this has really, I think, been better than anyone. Um, and as far as extensive pieces on it, the two that, that I'm seeing that have pieces written on it 
are the Providence Journal and the Boston Globe. And I'm just going to say, I, I think the journal coverage, both of them shed different information about it. Um, and I want to, you know, Representative Brian Newberry, North Smithfield Republican, voted no. Um, he mentioned, why are we doing this? What's the burning need? This whole thing, let R.I. vote, is is so preposterous, folks. <clears throat> and I want to call out in credit, the 13 no votes came from eight Republicans. Robert Quattucci, Newberry, Blake Filippi, Mike Chippendale, B.A., Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, George Nardone, Justin Price, Sherry Roberts. And to their credit, five Democrats voted no. Deputy Speaker Charlene Lima, Stephen Lima, Gregory Constantino, Robert Phillips and uh, Edward Cardillo. And then, of course, after this passed, McKee immediately, wrongly, uh, he, he I, I'm going to touch on Governor McKee. Listen, the, the polling numbers are the polling numbers. And if you heard, I really enjoyed our discussion last hour. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe was very plugged in. But I, I'm going to break down for you. I wish I had better news. And people, I think, are a little taken aback at my reaction. But, folks, as I've told you, I, I live in reality. With, with their allowing, and, and I, there's several points of this that I just don't think are highlighted and pounded home enough. Um, it's easy to talk about the fact that the Rhode Island Republican Party has failed to produce a strong Secretary of State uh, candidate to run. And I'm not talking about whoever ends up running. And I, you know, I, I know, I think, who may end up being the candidate. My point is, I'm talking about someone that declared a year ago, someone that, you know, is is into the game, for instance. And I'll just be very clear. I believe this was a situation where one of those eight Republicans at the Rhode Island State House, Quatucci, Newberry, Filippi, Cheppendale, uh, Fenton Fung, Nardone, Price, Sherry Roberts, I believe one of those individuals needed to make the move to go for Secretary of State. They did not. They did not. And I also, I continually see people that, that, that are led astray as to, you know, how the cheating goes on. And it is. Listen, this, this is, for Dan McKee to say democracy is, is ludicrous. What he's basically saying, and I think Dan McGowan said, he feels backed into a corner with Gorbea, right? He doesn't feel he has a way out of it. So he's like saying to her, game of chicken, game on. What Rhode Island elections statewide now, I'm not talking about... Someone, you know, sent me an email. Are you still going to vote? Listen, in local elections, local elections, it could still have impact. It's still going to be easier to cheat in those local elections. But the, the elections that are real, anything that involves Providence, forget about it. So, you know, I put out last night and I stand by it. Um, we're going to have a lot of buildup, right, to the elections, and today's Wednesday, it's May 18th. You know, and there's going to be a primary and then the general, and then you have the Langevin seat. Listen, right now, the next, as I have been saying now, and those of you that really follow One After Dark and the Facebook live stream, I've I, I been saying since she announced, we, we have to, the, the system was not designed. The Secretary of State, who's running the election, should not be a candidate for governor. So I just want you to know, when you hear on election night, primary night, Nellie Gorbea is the winner. 
of the Democrat primary. I, I called that a year ago, and I'm not calling it to say, I told you so. <clears throat> I called it, and I've been laying out a case of what needed to change in order to stop that. You know, in other states, if you watch, first of all, why is our prim- primary September 13th, right? Yesterday was a big primary day around the country. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Oregon, what, why? It, it's so ridiculous that ours, but it's by design. Remember, everything they do is by design. But I do notice that there are some people that try to get involved, but they're, they're stuck on the past. You know, for instance, and I, I see things when people post dead people voting. You're, you're way behind the times. You know, you're way behind the times. No, the people that are voting, they're alive. That's, you know, if you're using dead people voting, you're using like stuff from before to like that's that's old school that's that's not that's not how you get across the finish line that's not how they're doing it anymore someone else two other things i want to mention someone else said there should be voter id at every poll you're still not paying attention in the last they're not voting at the polls they're not voting at the polls it's all why why wait till the day of the elections by the time election day rolls around the election will be decided we should all, everyone should be voting in person. I repeat, everyone should be voting in person. There's no reason for this. There's no reason this whole let Rhode Island vote is, is ludicrous. Um, a, a, a granted, a major problem they have is anytime you talk about voting, and again, I want to give credit to Dan McGowan, they, they start, and they were doing this last night or yesterday at the House, they, they, they start lumping in Trump. I want to be very clear. This has nothing to do with Trump. This has nothing to do really with 2020. They're trying to say it is. Someone else put on these drop boxes. Should we have cameras there? What are you talking about? Why? Well, then you check if someone's putting in more. It's, it's Lee. I don't, I don't know. This, this is, again, it's well intended. In, in Rhode Island is an outlier. In Massachusetts and Connecticut, there's a limit to who can be the person to collect your ballot. In Rhode Island, it doesn't matter. Thus, it could be a campaign person. The people that say, well, we should put cameras to see if they're dropping off more than one ballot. Again, eh, wrong state. I got to get my wrong buzzer. Wrong state in Rhode Island. Let me be very clear about this. At 1216 on this Wednesday, in Rhode Island. I could work for, excuse me, a campaign. People that watch the film or have seen 2,000 Mules, that's where in certain states they limit how many votes one person can deliver. I want to repeat, in other states, for those that have seen the film 2,000 Mules, they limit the number. In Massachusetts, they limit the number. In Connecticut, they limit the number. Let me explain something. In Rhode Island... There's no limit. So the person that said we should have cameras on the drop boxes to see how many ballots. They... Listen, I work for the Nellie Gorbea campaign. Okay, let's just say I did. I could walk up with 1,000 ballots, votes for her, wave at the camera, do a little dance for the camera, and then drop them in. And there's nothing wrong with it. So this business of... We need cameras. On, you're, you're, <laughs> that's how bad it is for crying out loud.
It's even worse than people realize. And forget about it now. So do I want to be the doom? This is, we've lost. McKee is going to sign this. How bad is this? And again, you have to deal in reality. I'm not new talking about this. I've been warning about this. Warning about this. It's all done by design. I will talk about the McKee poll. He's really cooked. Listen to this headline, Ed Fitzpatrick, Boston Globe. House passes bill making mail ballots, ready, easier to use in Rhode Island. Just the wording of it. Why, was it so difficult? It's not easier to use, it's easier to cheat. By design. The problem with voting, and again, it did pass the House. The Senate voted 28 to 6. And then it passed in the House. 52 to 13. 52 to 13. There's no reason for it. But for those that say, eh, voter ID, voter ID, that's that's like saying, let's go rent a film at Blockbuster. No, no, that that they're, they're way past that. That's voter ID. That's an old scheme. Here we go. Uh, First of all, the the voter ID thing, you can register online. You don't even need an ID. But notice, you know, uh, we're doing this to improve access. Uh, You know, they any Jason Knight. uh, If people are suggesting the 2020 presidential election was stolen, it didn't happen. I'm not going to sit here and listen. See, here we go. That's how they counter everything. If you talk about trying to tighten up voting. Which other states have done. In Rhode Island, the Democrats and the media, for that matter, they immediately pivot to, oh, they're, they're just parroting the big lie. When I wrote the op-ed in the Providence Journal, I didn't do that for my health. You had Democrats responding, he's parroting the big lie. What I referred to happened in 2017. I don't see anywhere mentioned in either of these articles that they brought up. What happened in August of 2017? If 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 it was mentioned, then no one, then the media's not mentioning it. I've tried to lay out how to attack this. Apparently, people don't listen, and as a result of that, um, let me just also get. Um, was it the? I want to. Oh, here it is. In the listen to this. So those that say voter ID, right? Or we're going to poll monitors. I like that one. In the 2020 election, 62% of Rhode Islanders voted early, in person or by mail, 38% at the polling place on election day. I want you to remember those numbers. This is important. 62 and 38. Now that, you know what? That number is going to rise for voted early and by mail. And then the number that are voting on election day, I think you could see the 70-30. And I want to be very clear. And what I mean by that, and hear me out. And again, folks, we have to deal in reality here. (coughs) If 70% of the votes are cast before the polls open, remember, with the drop boxes, those are counted in real time. So if you drop off the Dropbox votes the week before, 
boom, they start counting it. The mail ballots, right now, they're going through the mail ballots in Pennsylvania. The old days used to be that, oh, it's a close election, let's go to the mail ballots. If, if it wasn't a close election, there was no reason to go through the mail ballots. The mail ballots were opened afterwards. Many times, and it's not fair, but people would hear that servicemen, men and women serving overseas, who had sent in their mail ballots, it's really like their votes didn't even count. Because they many of them wouldn't even arrive till after Election Day. Or if the election was not close, they didn't even open the mail ballots. Dropbox votes, I repeat, Dropbox votes, they're counted in real time. So if you put your vote ballot in a drop box the Monday before the election or the Saturday or Sunday or the week before whatever, and then I go and vote on Tuesday, boom, they're both counted at the same time. My point is, so as I have said, by the time the polls open on election day, 70% of the ballots have already been cast. So therefore... Their, their whole take is, why risk it? Why take the risk? Why, why wait till election day to see if people get off the couch and go and vote? There's three people using television right now. And they're all outsiders. They all happen to be female, by the way. But they're all outsiders. Meaning they're not people that are truly plugged into how the system works. Ashley Kalis, <clears throat> Helena folks, who, I, I, who is she, what is she going to do? Fire people now? I mean, that, that campaign. Um, and then this the, uh, Sarah Morgan Thaw, um, whose kids were raised on the beaches of Rhode Island. Um, listen, I, I just don't see in CD2 as much as we had hoped. For either Cranston Allen Fung or Bob Lancey, again, in an effort to deal in reality, a magaziner will, they, they see, here, here's the problem. They, the Democrats cheat. They, they don't call it cheating. They just say they, they operate within the rules. But it's, it's in essence, they're, they're cheating because there's no one checking to see if they cheat. The Republicans Number one, they don't know how to cheat. And then number two, they don't they don't want to cheat. So therefore, like as much as I was excited at the prospect of either either Cranston Mayor Alan Fung or Robert Lancia, at this point, um, Seth Magaziner, they know how the game is played. They will pull enough votes out of Providence to make the difference. So. He's obviously going to win the primary. Now, unfortunately, becomes virtually uh, unless something really blew up to stop in in the general. So here's the thing that the votes the the new bill allows, and I I say this 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 ruined my night last night. It did not because the Celtics got blown out. It was only game one, but because folks, I I I like to try to find you know. Every cloud has the silver lining, but ready. Here are the, the new thing. Let voters apply for mail ballots online. Well, the fact of the matter is, as Justin Katz said, so what they're going to do is there's a ma- th- th- these people never exist. How do you show a, a, an online ID? They don't even look for an online ID. 
let voters apply for mail ballots online. Well, now you have the mystery person that doesn't even exist. Allow voters to choose to vote by mail for any reason without having to give an excuse. That's I'm against that. It's election day. You go and vote on election day. It's not that tough. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a huge number of people that say, you know, we went to vote and then they didn't let us vote? They keep the polls open if there's a big crowd. It's election day. Vote by mail for any reason. You know, utilize that, the campaigns. Ready? Listen to this. This is unimaginable. Define early voting 20 days before the election. Now, you're going to have, there are people that change their mind. There are people, you know, this really plays into um, those that don't fully understand. Look at, today is May 18th. And I've been warning about this. This leaves June. Next week is the week leading up to Memorial Day. And this weekend, it's going to be close to 90. So let's put everybody outside. Then you roll into the month of June. Then you have July. And then primary day is the 13th. So six days, September 6th is seven days before. And then the third. So early voting will start. On Wednesday, August 31st, and then you have Labor Day weekend, early voting will start. So you basically have July and August. Good luck trying to reach people the months of July and August. Coming out of a pandemic, and from what I find, because everyone was locked up, people want to go out. There's nothing to watch on TV anyway. Um, it's, it comes down to two months so, and on top of that, here, here's another problem with this. I, I do believe people will be engaged in the election, <clears throat> excuse me, probably right after Labor Day, right? Right after Labor Day. So, Labor Day is September 5th. Tuesday, September 6th is one week to the, so I believe that the Labor Day weekend and then that that next week, the week of September 5th, then it's an, just an onslaught. But, but here's the problem. Any shift that can happen in a campaign, by the time you get to the following Tuesday, how many people have already voted? How many ballots are going to be cast that first week of the 7th? So even if there's a debate on the 8th of September... Or, I don't know, the Tuesday night or maybe the Thursday night, people are already voting. People are already voting. So, oh, no, excuse me, I am wrong. I am wrong. It's 20 days before. I was going 14. No, 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 no one. So, it's... Early voting starts August 24th. Early voting. Voting begins August 24th. Okay. That's more in line with what my notes had. Voting begins. That is insanity. So the point is, if you're a whoever, Nelly Gobert, yeah, fine. I'll have a debate. Doesn't matter. Voting starts August 24th. The campaigns are good to go. That's a very short season. It is. 
And and think of that. The last week of August, people are already voting. So that is that that is absurd. Twenty days beforehand. <laughs> wow. Provide each city or town a ballot drop box. That's maintained and regulated by the State Board of Elections. Folks, the only reason that's there is for the campaigns. And it's designed to eliminate the potential charge of mail fraud. That's it. Those of you that have seen the film 2,000 Mules, that's what it's all about. The ballot drop boxes, they're vote boxes is what they are. They're vote boxes because the people that utilize them are the campaigns who save money on postage by not, if they ever get caught, with a fraudulent ballot, they could get charged with the crime of mail fraud. That's eliminated because it's a ballot drop box. Didn't go through the U.S. mail. No crime there. So now people have said, let's get cameras on them. Do I believe that anyone is tampering with those? I, I don't think so. I haven't heard about that. That part I don't believe. Let's put a camera on them. For what? So you film the Nelly Gobea campaign and that Gonzalo Cuervo Dumping 1,000 ballots into a drop box. And so what's wrong with that? So that's like checking IDs at a in what? If you have a group of people that are all over the age of 21, does it matter if you check IDs? They're all over the age of 21. There's nothing illegal about that. People that are saying about the cameras are talking about other states where you're not supposed to put more than like 10 ballots in. And that's why they drive around to the different boxes. In Rhode Island, you can go up to one of those drop boxes and dump in 5,000 ballots, film it. I would be waving. Here I am. Hello. Table for one for salute. Hey there. You know, for what? Why? So what? Cameras. You can have a monitor there. Doesn't matter. They're not breaking the law. There's no law against that. Allow long-term nursing home residents to receive mail ballot applications. Ready? Automatically. They love the automatic thing. Who checks it? Require the Secretary of State to update the voter registry at least four times a year. Oh, yeah. It's all hidden anyway. And I set up a hotline in multiple languages. That doesn't matter. You know, this is... I'm not going to say it's it's depressing, but let R.I. vote. And McKee doesn't even realize what he's doing. I look forward to signing in the law. Governor McKee, over the past year, our democracy has been tested. Do you call that democracy? <coughs> Paying $20 a vote. And no one mentions, nowhere in these articles does it mention that a campaign worker can handle thousands of votes. My question for Governor McKee and Gorbea and everybody else. So is that your definition of democracy? That's your definition of democracy, where a campaign worker can handle 2,000 ballots, 5,000 ballots. That's democracy. People are going to be voting. No one even knows if they exist. Now, as I have told you folks, this ties in. This ties in. Voters applying for mail ballots online. Now, that is not even written here. No one even talked about it. I I want again again give credit to Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal. Folks, as I have talked about, 
And she highlighted there is nothing in the system that prevents non-citizens from voting. Non-citizens from voting. <clears throat> 40, over 40,000 illegals took part in our census. That's why we still have the Langevin seat. Over 40,000. So you have those names. I think it was 44,000, but it's around 40,000. Illegals took part in the census. You have all their information. Age, date of birth, where they live, blah, blah, blah. Dress. Boy, that sounds like it could come in handy. Now let's tie it in for this. Let voters apply for mail ballots online and allow voters to choose to vote by mail. Huh. Hmm. Do you still think it's going to matter to have poll monitors? Do you still think it's dead people voting? No, the campaigns, and it's specifically the Nellie Gorbea campaign, I, I absolutely am certain they have the information. So here's the question. Who's looking to catch the illegals that are on the voter rolls and then they're voting when they're not supposed to? Here's the answer. Nobody. Nobody. No one's looking for it. No one. It's like a road without a radar gun. There's no one looking for it. It's like someone sitting in a rowboat with a fishing rod and the pole and the bait is not in the water. I am telling you right now, and again, I'm going to take myself out of it. Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, there's no mechanism for anyone to determine that an illegal is on the voter roll. There's no mechanism that exists. And what they point to is, oh, no one would dare do that. Because they could be found guilty of that. That's perjury. <clears throat> and as I have stated, and it remains unchallenged in the past 25 years, not one person has been charged with that. There were three people that voted in both Florida and Rhode Island and one voted in Florida or Illinois. They were charged with mail fraud because they had to mail their ballots. They weren't even charged with the perjury charge. In lieu of witnesses, the voter will need to state, I have not, will not vote anywhere else in this election. So you don't need a notary. I hereby attest under the pains and penalty of perjury. The enclosed voted ballot was cast by me. The signature or mark on this certifying envelope was made by me. You know what that means? It means just put an X. How many people, do they have any mechanism to check this? No. Is there anyone that, how do you catch it if you're not looking for it? The proposed law would also allow in-person voting 20 days ahead of the election day. While the candidates are still ramping up their campaigns and debates are playing out. The Let R.I. Vote legislation was championed by Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea. <clears throat> which is one final vote away from making its way to Governor Dan McGreed's desk, where he vowed to sign it into law. So you're going to go to 70-30. 70 will vote before. So the 70% of the votes cast will be done before the polls open on Election Day. Representative Greg Amore, who's running for Secretary of State, is the only one. Well, we live in a different world than we did. 
they don't even mention that Massachusetts and Connecticut don't do it this way. Why do we do it this way? Right? We're in between. Weather different in Connecticut than Rhode Island? No. Weather different? No. Time difference? No. What about Massachusetts? Are the roads different? No. What's so different in Rhode Island and Connecticut, in Massachusetts and Connecticut? What's so different that we have to have different provisions than those states? I mean, this is, and of course the unions want it. The unions brought to put their guy into the Secretary of State's office. Folks, again, if, if it sounds depressing as I'm telling you this, I'm depressed telling you about this. Um, and, and it's not kind of depressing. It's, it's very depressing. But I'm going to come, I'm going to then finish it out with this because I want to stay on schedule. <clears throat> um, I'll just go to this. Would would you would you um, let me give a bad analogy? And, and I already know the answer. I'm not going to ask a question. Listen, people won't wouldn't go to a casino. People wouldn't play blackjack if sometimes blackjack is twenty, sometimes it's twenty one, sometimes it's twenty two, right? And you don't know until all the cards are shown, and then the dealer like you wouldn't. Yeah, blackjack. Now, sometimes it's 21, sometimes it's 22. Who who would do that? Right? No one wants to be part of a rig game. This is a rig game. And the people that are spending money on television don't understand it's a rig game. It is. It's a rig Look at look at the three people that are doing it. Folks, Ashley Kalis and now this Morgenthal. They're all outsiders. They all don't fully really know how it works. You know, I remember, think about like a restaurant. Remember like the old days of Twin Oaks. You'd see these people come in. And then people that would wait two and a half hours for a table at Twin Oaks. Why? Because they didn't know how it worked. They didn't know that you got to have a waiter or you got to duke the maitre d' or people arrange. And that's why then the people sit there, but then they go into the bar. Then they slide to their table. So, to, you know, to this day, popular, you, you see the people that don't fully know how it works, right? There were people. There were people that would go, put their name in. I knew of someone, they'd put their name in at Twin Oaks at 5 o'clock. And then they'd come back at 7. And then they'd be seated at like 7.30. And they're like, all right, that wasn't bad. We only waited a half hour. But that, because they didn't know how it worked. Right then, they got hip to. Oh, I get it. You got to get your waiter, and then you take care, take take care of him, and then that's how you got to like be plugged in that way, right? So, to finish, stay with the analogy. Our voting system right now is Twin Oaks, Kalis, Morgenthal, and now Helena. Folks, they're putting their name in with the maitre d, waiting. For their name to be called. While Gorbea and, and the other one to watch, re, remember, her former chief of staff is running for mayor of Providence. And I warned, I saw Brett Smiley uh, the other day at the Nonviolence Institute. And I warned him about that guy, Gonzalo Cuervo. That guy is is shaky as they come. And it's not because he's a little short guy and he's got like the short man complex. He is like out of central casting. He is a very like Weasley looking character. 
Very defensive. Very defensive. So, but he was her chief of staff. So I want to come back. And many of you that have listened to the program on a regular basis, I have said, you know, that wasn't lost on me. Both of them, she's running for governor, Gorbea. He's running for mayor of Providence. Their campaigns are united. They will pull the votes. You watch how many ballots will vote for him for mayor and her for governor in the primary. Remember, in the primary. And now they just got their wish list. So, so to finish it out, unless something dramatic changes, if everything stays the way it is right now, I am without question. And I don't say that as, and I told you so, but it, Nellie Gorbea will win the primary without question. And McKee can't even get out of his own way. And McKee can't understand because he's been bribing everyone possible, right? McKee is willing to do anything. McKee is like, you know, he's like a, a two days away from standing on 95 with state cash, handing it out to motorists. I mean, they are like nowhere. And, and then he's going he's gonna to call her game a chicken. Governor McKee's saying to Gobea, okay, let's, I can cheat just as much as you can. So that's what we're down to. That's their now their definition of democracy. Who can cheat the most with mail ballots? And here's the other thing. Their, their votes. As I have explained to you, if you hire someone for a campaign, if, 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 if McKee hires someone to collect mail ballots, they're not handing in 50-50. To collect any ballots? Yeah, I got 20. Five are for us. Five are for Matt Brown. Five of Finelli and five. What? No, we're only paying you to go out and collect McKee votes. Why don't we call them mail ballots? Yeah, we call them that. That's not what they are. They're votes. We're paying you for the votes. Folks, this portion of the program brought to, and I will play the channel 12. I I will get to the poll because it's still interesting to see. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. You can call them at 401-949-7800. Now listen, Memorial Day is coming. They have such a beautiful selection on grills, whether they're charcoal or or, uh, gas or electric. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Family business since 1963. And now... They have evolved into a business new generation of kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking showroom, major appliance business showroom. Check it out. Remember, you deal directly with the owner, and they will match or beat any package deal. Stop it and see them. I like it. You pull right up to the front door. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. And also look for them on Facebook, and the website is jsappliance.com. Folks, good afternoon. I realize that I sound like uh, very grim news here. And I, I'm going to get into the polling numbers that Channel 12 release. And as I predicted, you know, people are definitely reacting to it. That's why Helena Folks is suddenly on TV. She should have been up a while ago. That's why, Ash, you know, well, I don't know about Ashley Kalis. That's why now that Sarah Morgenthau with, uh, what has she got, 4% of the vote. Her kids were raised on the beaches of Rhode Island, supposedly. Um, this portion of the program, check out the website. It's marked by Senadale Revival, Comfort Food and Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. You know, David Siegel is in the CD2 primary. And a friend of mine said, I wonder if he's still the Ivy League elitist 
a blank that he always was. um, Channel 12, they do a segment, Community Focus, with Kim Kalunian. Every candidate has gone in studio to do, every candidate has gone in studio. Ashley Kalis was in studio. Mayor Fung was in studio. Magazina was in studio. Uh, every Anyone running, they've had lieutenant governor candidates in the studio. David Siegel, right, thinks he's Sidney Poitier, uh, the big progressive wonder kind, got the Elizabeth Warren endorsement. He does it Zoom from his east side apart. I mean, the guy that my friend called me and said he, he is still the same elitist Ivy League arrogant a-hole that we always... That we always thought he was, or that he he was ten years ago. He's no, he's still the same guy. Can you imagine? No, no, it doesn't fit in. I was having some shy. No, I'll zoom in. No, where is it? Where's the studio? East Providence. No. Um, can we do Zoom? Can we do Zoom? Uh, I have someone that's about to Venmo me, Venmo me some money, and we were just about to go out to a hookah bar. Can we do? Can we do Zoom? <laughs> Who's doing who the favor here? It's 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 a it's beneath him to drive to the East Providence studios of Channel Twelve to go on set with Kim Kim Kalunian, as Mayor Cianci used to call her. That guy, I mean, he just can't get out of his own way. Uh, but the polling numbers are the polling numbers, and you know, Governor McKee, I I heard, uh, and I want to. Um, it says McKee, Gorbay in tight race. I'll tell you why this isn't a tight race. It's, as much as it says 37% are undecided, here's what they're not undecided on. They're not undecided on Governor McKee. 37%, that always breaks for the challenger. The undecideds break for the challenger. So even if, all right, I'll, I'll even just say Governor McKee is going to get 7% of the undecided. That puts him at 42 <clears throat> If that even holds, I want to keep it. Remind people: this is before. What they're going to do? What what Nelly Gorbea or a pact, Emily's list? What they're going to do? McKee is really like what the Russians did in Maripol, which is you flatten every structure. The month of August, which I'm looking forward to, to September, will be a bombardment, the likes of Dresden, of McKee ads, referencing the FBI probe. So his 25 is before the negative ads start. So maybe Governor McKee says, you know, of that 37% undecided, I think I could get 10%. So we got 35%. You're not going to have 25 once the bombs start flying, Harry. Once, and I'll tell you, the real death knell for him, which I don't think is going to come in a Democrat primary ad, it's too bad, but it's going to be those $3,000 bonuses to the state workers. That resonated with people. As soon as I heard that, those are bribes. By the way, he's sending the second half of those bribes out in July, 1500. He is really Governor McBribe, Governor McGreed. And he blames the media and it's Channel 12 and blah, blah, blah. Think of this. He took over last March. As we sit here today on this Wednesday, May 18th. At 1249, he can't hold a press conference. He won't sit down for an interview on Channel 10 or Channel 12. He apparently, he was doing an Ask the Government segment. He says that he can't do that because he doesn't want to talk about the FBI investigation or all these other catastrophes within. One year in office. One year. This isn't like second term 
right, of a four-year term when things can go wrong, meaning, you know, Reagan are in trouble with Iran-Contra and Bush ran into trouble with Hurricane Katrina. And then, you know, Obama was very unpopular at the end. Ramondo was very, but this is, he had like one year and they gave him $2 billion. And he, he still managed to screw it up. I, the guy, there's one person at this point that he could sit down with, and, and that's Pork Boy. And, and he's not, he doesn't need to, because Pork Boy is allowed to basically run PR for him. Granted, small audience, but still, um, what, what they really are doing, and it also shows you, I think, insight to the Canada McKee. What he and uh, Dan Pork are doing, what they're also doing is there's no other gubernatorial candidates you hear. So there, it's a lockout on Gorbea, Matt Brown, like they don't give them any oxygen. So it's a blockout. It's three hours used each day to just run interference and cleanup for McKee. Now, you know, I have no idea. I mean, why would Nelly Gorbea go in with basically the McKee spokesperson to what, get hammered? What would be the point of that? Um, but the 37% undecided, and maybe Helena Folks is excited about that with her 6%. Helena Folks, the former CBS executive, She's Matt Brown's at 7%. The guy's been invisible. Helena Folks is at 6%. Community activist, clueless, Louis Daniel Monez. He's at 2%. The margin of error between Folks and Monez, the, the, the margin of error is larger than the differential between them at 6 and the 2. Because the margin of error is, is five, 5 points. Which is comical. Now, Helena folks already fired her first round of campaign people. Now, unless she's going to give them to Memorial Day. But I, where I break off from, look at the 6%. Now, listen, someone could say still 37% undecided. All right, then let's put Gorbea at 30%. So, and Matt Brown isn't going to stay at 7. He's going to gain. Let's give him 10. He's at 17 all right, I'll give folks 10. Nellie gets 10. That's, it's not that big. The pie's not that big. Meatballs ain't that good. 37%. McKee says, well, I'm going to get 3% of that. All right, Gorbea is the winner. Right there. Um, here's something else that I, I disagree with, folks. At 1252, and this is important, and I don't see anyone else talking about this, and I'll tell you this. The local TV stations will not talk about this, by the way. So this portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730. Free quote, 401-732-1730. Get your driveway paved with J. Perry Paving. Call them today. They're terrific. Uh, benefits of asphalt paving, brand new paving project, cracked driveway. They're licensed contracting company. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is uh, easy to remember. It's it's letter J, J Perry Paving, J Perry, letter J, J Perry Paving dot com. And remember, no one is better to veterans 
than J. Perry Paving. They do a drawing once a month, and they give away uh, basically a free driveway paved for a veteran. So whether it's your mom or your grandfather or your grandmother or your, your dad or your uncle or your aunt, contact them. Free quote, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. So let's just play out for a moment. While wow, they're all going up on TV. The only commercial I've seen so far is Ashley Kalis, and I saw it in the Celtics game. And the people that I was with thought it was a commercial for uh, the heavy heavy hitter. <clears throat> they thought it was cheap and they didn't like the way it was done. The, the whole boxing thing. She's a fighter. Everybody's a fighter these days. Um, so uh, this, this Sarah Morgenthau, she's going up on TV. Helena, folks, let me ask you something, folks. It's going to be 80 this weekend. How many, and the Celtics are playing Saturday night. How many people are going to be inside watching television this weekend? As it's actually going to be close to 90. You have been cooped up with COVID. How many people are going to be sitting around watching TV in, in July and August? <clears throat> All right, let's just say they are watching TV. Let's say they are inside watching something. Okay, these ads are not, let's just stick with the Democrats for a moment. They're not on, they're not on Fox News Channel. But aside from that, now I recognize, I'll even say, all right, I don't have the typical viewing habits. But what am I watching? They say, we want you to see our commercial. Okay, here's what the television stations, Channel 10 and 12, won't tell you. Television viewship is way down. The only thing people are watching, really on television, aside from cable news, because this crowd will not, they're not going to advertise on Fox, um, God forbid, they, they, someone would run an ad if they ran an ad on Fox. Um, is the NFL. Is the NFL. That's the only thing. My, what am I watching right now? Certain friends, they talk about, like, what are you watching? All right, I'm watching. Best, my favorite show right now is We Run the City on HBO. It's great. It's not good. It's great. Uh, Dan McGowan thinks it's better than The Wire. Uh, Wire was five seasons. But there's parts of it, there's not as much drama as, as The Wire. So personal stuff that I don't care about. So I'm watching that. Um, I'm watching Better Call Saul, but I watch it on YouTube TV. So technically, I guess I, there, it's on AMC. I do have to sit through the commercials. But um, that, I'm watching Barry on HBO. So that's on HBO. We run the, we, uh, run the cities on HBO. Better Call Saul. Um, I just finished Ozark on Netflix. No commercials there. I'll see the Celtics. I'll watch all of the news stories that the local stations put up, but I watch them on their websites. So I'm not watching it live to then see the commercials. Um, I do watch World News Tonight, but I watch it delayed so then I can fast forward through the commercials uh, so my point is, you know, people are not sitting down. I, I, I can't even tell you what's on ABC television tonight, I, 8 to 11. I have no idea, no clue. Or NBC or CBS or Fox for that matter. And I'm not alone. You know, Star Trek was canceled because they only had 10 million viewers. 10 million viewers now is a hit. Um, you know, uh, Gutfeld is winning the 11 to and he's got two like two million viewers the number one show on fox is the five at five it's not even the network it's not even the 
The five is beating Tucker. In in um, let's see, the five is beating um, Jesse Waters, and Hannity's actually fallen down, as has Laura Ingram. So, but the five is the most watched show on Fox. They're certainly not going to run it in there. Even though I think you get some independent voters that might watch that. They think, you know, Seth Magazine, that crowd, they'd run a commercial if someone dear ran an ad on Fox. My point is, this summer, you know, Helena, folks, so, all right, so maybe in the morning, it's going to be nonstop commercials, Channel 10 Sunrise. That's, you know, there, there are some people that watch morning television. Most people do not. Uh, maybe it'll be it during the Today Show and that stuff. But in the news, but it's, it starts to become a limited playing field. And as more of them get up on TV, now it's just going to be one commercial after another. And it starts to cancel its way out. You know, if you monitor a lot of the people in the states where they've had primaries, like Pennsylvania, North Carolina, they can't take it anymore. They can't, the, the commercials have become a negative because there's just so many of them. And it's nonstop. Becomes oversaturated. All right, it's twelve fifty nine. Now, next hour, I will play sound of the polls, and I will break it out a little bit. Um, and Madison Cawthorn is gone, and the the Pennsylvania situation um, is still up in. I believe it's still up in the air. It's a recount now with Doctor Oz, so we're going to touch on that uh, as well. And but more on this voting thing, folks. Right now, it's folks. It's twelve fifty nine. It's the John DePietro show. You don't want to miss next hour. I'm going to do stop and start again. I want to credit Channel Twelve. I think they've done a very good job, and um, they are at least some polling numbers are out. So next hour is radio only, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM, or you can listen online at the website. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hour is next. Leave it right here. W-N-O. 